Welcome to the Fields of Success podcast, where you go behind the scenes with financial planner, business owner, and rural Ontarian, Brian Hilt, to hear stories of how successful entrepreneurs navigated the challenges on the path to success, and get insights from business consultants and professional advisors about continuing to grow and operate a successful business. Here's your host, Brian Hilt. Greetings. Welcome to the first episode of the Fields of Success podcast. I'm your host, Brian Hilt. In this first episode, I'm going to briefly outline the vision for this podcast and touch on my background. And as I'm not speaking with anyone else on this first episode, I'm going to try to keep it brief. In the future, I would expect episodes to last anywhere from 20 to 40 minutes. We'll see how it goes, but that's what I'm shooting for. Some of that will just depend on who I'm speaking with and what we're covering for sure. Anyways, thanks for listening. I hope you continue to tune in and that you find the information presented and the discussions had to be valuable and rewarding. My vision for this podcast is really to provide information that's both interesting and valuable to you listeners. I plan to follow a regular schedule and format with the episodes, so new episodes are planned for every two weeks. The episodes will alternate. One episode will be a discussion with an entrepreneur, local business owner, somebody involved in the development and strategy of a business, and we'll talk about how the business started, what difficulties have been encountered, and how they persevered through them to continue to build the business. The next episode, so the alternating other episodes, will be discussions with business consultants or professional advisors where they have some insight that I believe they can share for the benefit of you listeners and for the benefit of local business owners. It's my hope that you as listeners find it interesting to learn about area businesses. I've lived in southwestern Ontario for four years now, and I find it really fascinating how many successful businesses there are and what different products and services they offer. There are many examples of this. I hope that as I go on this journey, I encounter more and more entrepreneurs who have stories to share and who are willing to share them for the benefit of you as listeners. I hope this serves a couple purposes, one of which is inspiring those who aspire to start a business or currently operating their own business to continue to develop and grow. I know as a fellow business owner, I find it motivational to learn from other business owners about the journey they have been on and what has brought them to where they are. I also hope this becomes an avenue that is valuable for business owners to share their story and hopefully increase their business. If I can spread the message about what a business does and the story of the business, it's my hope that listeners will learn about businesses that perhaps they didn't even know existed before and then utilize those businesses when they have a need for the products or services they offer. I also hope that business owners find this a valuable podcast to listen to for some insights, some timely insights even, because it's a good medium to be able to get information out in a timely fashion. So that may be different strategies that can be incorporated. It may be a quick update on some labor law that was passed. Whatever the case may be, I hope that it serves as a resource for different issues that are on the minds of business owners and that we can provide some timely information on those things as well. 
At times, I plan to have some series that run for a few episodes in a row. I don't have those all planned out at this point. They may happen often on a regular basis or just here and there. We'll have to see how it goes and figure that out on the fly. An example of this would be a series focused on specifically farmers and farm business. Or it could be a series focused on succession planning and the different issues to work with in succession planning for a business. So anyways, we'll figure those out as we go. In closing, I'm going to touch a little bit of my background just briefly, and then we'll let you go until next time. I'll go all the way back to my childhood. I grew up in rural northwest Iowa in the U.S. If you're familiar with the geography of the Midwestern part of the U.S., that's right in the corner where Iowa, Minnesota, and South Dakota intersect. I was a child who always had a business idea and was always trying to figure out how to make it work. I remember many of the ideas. I don't think I remember them all. I do remember that I registered a business name at one point, 101 Enterprises, because I had so many ideas. I think perhaps that that still exists, much to the chagrin of my parents even. Some of those different ideas were mowing lawns, were filling CO2 tanks for paintball guns, were having a business that fixed uh, bows. So I had a plethora of ideas. I did mow lawns from a young age. I remember distinctly sitting at the kitchen table and writing out invoices with a piece of notebook paper and a pencil to send to our clients. My br older brother, my younger brother, myself all did that through our childhood. And we had a good group of loyal customers who we mowed for for many years. I did also fill CO2 tanks for paintball guns for, and sell loam. So I did have a few things that I got into. In high school, I got the itch to learn to fly airplanes. So I sought out a job at the local country airport. The first year, no additional help was needed, but I was told to come back again next year and check then. I don't know if the owner there really figured that I would come back, but I did. So I came back the next year and inquired again, and at that point I was hired. So I was 18 at the time. I was working at a pizza place and mowing lawns as well. The owner of the flying business was a phenomenal boss. I learned a lot from him, and I thoroughly enjoyed my years working there. As soon as I started working there, I also started learning to fly. So by the time I started university, I had my commercial pilot's license and was also a certified flight instructor. So throughout college, I would get done with my classes, head straight out to the airport, and teach people to fly. I went to university and majored in business. You probably guessed that. My goal at the time was to take over the flying business I was working at at some point. I completed my bachelor's degree in two years rather than the typical four, and as I approached graduation, which was in 2008, I had to decide whether to indeed pursue the flying business or do something else. At the time, economically, it did not appear to me that the flying business was the best option. And I did as well consider law enforcement and I decided to pursue law enforcement. So I applied for the Iowa State Patrol and was hired there. Thus, I went through the basic training academy for the Iowa Department of Public Safety. That was a wonderful experience, although it was one of those really good experiences which you don't really have a huge desire to do again. It was a paramilitary basic training, 
So up in the morning, physical fitness, have your inspection every day, anything's a little bit out of place or not lined up quite right or not polished quite right, you're doing push-ups and such, you know what I mean. So that was the basic training academy. Once I graduated from that, completed field training and was stationed at the state capitol in Des Moines for a few years. Dignitary protection protected the capitol complex and did some investigation and enforcement as well. I promoted then and worked the patrol, worked patrol on the road for the rest of my time as a state trooper. Not ever being content to not have an expertise in something, I pursued and achieved my DRE or Drug Recognition Expert designation, and I also was a standardized field sobriety test instructor. That brings me to Canada. I moved to Canada in June 2014. That was shortly before marrying my wife, Jillian. We had met in 2013 and were married in July of 2014. We believed our calling was here as members of the small church congregation here in Wingham, and so I moved here in June of 2014. That brought on the deliberations about what I was going to do for a career once I moved. And so after looking at a lot of different things, I decided to pursue a career in financial services. So I looked at a lot of different aspects of financial services and ultimately decided to become a financial advisor. And really that came down to me wanting to have an impact in people's life in a way in which I could compare to the impact that you can have in law enforcement. I probably better explain that just so that that makes a little more sense. So in law enforcement, I had opportunity to respond to a lot of different scenarios. Let's take an accident, for example, though, to illustrate. At an accident, most people are not in an accident on a regular basis, maybe a couple times in their lifetime. And so it's a chaotic scenario for them. There's traffic going by, there may be somebody who has some injuries, there's vehicles that are damaged, and there's plans that are interrupted. And our job is to certainly make sure the scene is safe, to ensure that any other rescue vehicles that are needed are there. But a part of that is as well calming the chaos, ensuring people that it's going to be fine, making order of it making sure that the scene is taken care of, that the people are taken care of, and that we can, I guess, sum it up best, just bring calm to what can be a chaotic situation. Looking at the financial services industry, I believe there was opportunity to do the same thing. There's a lot of terms that get thrown out in the financial services field. RSPs, Liras, TFSAs, non-registered accounts, joint accounts, joint tenants in common. There's all kinds of terms. So I felt that there was opportunity to take what can be a very complex, very confusing, overwhelming thing and try to boil it down, make it simple for people, and give them the confidence that they have an expert who's handling their situation in their best interest. So that's why I decided to pursue being a financial advisor. I worked for a large brokerage firm in Canada for three years, well, almost three and a half years, 
And then I launched my own firm with Manulife Securities Incorporated in July of this year. So my firm is called Seed Time and Harvest Wealth Council of Manulife Securities Incorporated. And my focus then is really to offer a specialized service to have a real focus on serving small business owners and farmers in rural Ontario. That doesn't mean that they're my only clients, but it means that I've really focused on developing a specialty in serving them, working through the different scenarios that come up, especially working through succession and ensuring that that nest egg, which has been built up in the form of a business, that we can extract a living from that to provide for the rest of their life and to do so in a tax efficient way a way that as well looks forward to planning for estate and those types of things. So I've developed a team of experts who are independent business owners who I bring in to consult on scenarios. I've developed a different pricing structure than some use. And so there's a lot of things that I've done which I feel are done really to provide the best package possible for those people that I aim to serve. And if you want to learn more about that, feel free to go to our website or contact me. Anyways, that's my story up till this point. I am married, as I mentioned previously. My wife and I have been blessed with two children, and our third is scheduled to arrive in November. We live near Belgrave, Ontario, on the Maitland River. We will be there soon, at least, on the Maitland River. And Yeah, look forward to building my practice, to sharing information with all of you via this podcast. So that's the story. I hope you found the first episode here to be interesting and that you'll be back to listen to our next episode where I have a discussion with a successful area business owner. Thank you for listening to the Fields of Success podcast. If you've enjoyed listening, please take a moment to share it with your friends and provide a review. As well, if you have any questions or suggestions for future episodes, please email Brian at podcast at seedtimeandharvestwc.ca. That's podcast at seedtimeandharvestwc.ca. If you would like further information about Brian's firm, Seed Time and Harvest Wealth Council of Manulife Securities Incorporated, please check out the website at www.seedtimeandharvest.ca seedtimeandharvestwc.ca. There you can find more information, schedule a meeting, and check out the notes from this podcast episode. Thanks again for listening and have a great day.